Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about renal tubular acidosis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash renal tubular acidosis or in the renal section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. Let's get straight into it. Renal tubular acidosis is where there is a metabolic acidosis which is caused by pathology in the tubules of the kidney. The tubules are responsible for balancing the hydrogen and the bicarbonate ions between the blood and the urine and this helps to maintain a normal pH. And where this system breaks down, a metabolic acidosis can occur which is called renal tubular acidosis. There are four types of renal tubular acidosis and each has different pathophysiology. Type 1 and type 4 are the two that may come up in your exams and the most relevant to clinical practice, so it's worth learning about these two, type 1 and type 4. Firstly, let's talk about type 1. Type 1 renal tubular acidosis is due to pathology in the distal tubule. So remember there's a proximal tubule, a loop of Henle and then a distal tubule. And when the distal tubule is unable to excrete hydrogen ions, so unable to get rid of those hydrogen ions that cause an acidosis into the urine, this causes a type 1 renal tubular acidosis. There are many different causes of a type 1 renal tubular acidosis, and these can be genetic causes, and there's both autosomal dominant and autosomal recessive forms. Systemic lupus erythematosus can cause it, Sjogren syndrome, primary biliary cirrhosis, hypothyroidism, sickle cell anemia and Marfan syndrome can all cause a type 1 renal tubular acidosis. So how does it present? Well it presents with failure to thrive in children where they're not growing and developing as you would normally expect. Hyperventilation can occur to compensate for the metabolic acidosis. So by trying to blow off more and more carbon dioxide by hyperventilating the child will try and compensate for the metabolic acidosis. When you do a blood test, you'll find chronic kidney disease. And they can also develop bone disease, particularly osteomalacia, the chronic acidosis. So what are the results of a type 1 renal tubule acidosis? Well, firstly, you get hypokalemia, so a low potassium level, which is worth remembering. There's a metabolic acidosis. And there's also a high urinary pH because the urine is lacking the hydrogen ions that it would normally have. So the pH of the urine is usually above 6. Treatment of a type 1 renal tubule acidosis is with oral bicarbonate, which helps to balance out the metabolic acidosis. And this also corrects the other electrolyte imbalances, as well as correcting the acidosis. Next, let's talk about type 2 renal tubule acidosis. And type 2 renal tubule acidosis is due to pathology in the proximal tubule in the kidneys. This is where the proximal tubule is unable to reabsorb bicarbonate from the urine into the blood. And excessive bicarbonate is excreted into the urine. So by having a low bicarbonate in the blood, it leads to an acidosis. Because bicarbonate normally mops up the hydrogen ions and keeps the pH of the blood balanced. The main cause of renal tubular acidosis type 2 is something called Fanconi syndrome. It results in hypokalemia, so a low potassium level, metabolic acidosis and a high urinary pH because the urine is full of bicarbonate. And treatment again is with oral bicarbonate 
to replace all of that bicarbonate that's being lost in the urine. Next, let's talk about type 3 renal tubular acidosis. And type 3 renal tubular acidosis is a combination of type 1 and type 2 with pathology in both the proximal and the distal tubule. This is rare and it's unlikely to appear in your exams or your clinical practice, so it's not worth knowing too much about it. Next, let's talk about type 4 renal tubular acidosis. Type 4 is caused by reduced aldosterone. And remember that aldosterone is responsible for stimulating sodium reabsorption and potassium and hydrogen excretion in the distal tubules. Therefore, low aldosterone or low aldosterone function leads to insufficient potassium and hydrogen ions being excreted from the blood into the urine. And this causes a hyperkalemic renal tubular acidosis. Normally, ammonia is produced in the distal tubules to balance the excretion of hydrogen ions and prevent the urine from becoming too acidotic. Remember that ammonia is a base that helps prevent the urine from becoming too acidotic by balancing out the hydrogen in the urine. Hyperkalemia, or high potassium level, suppresses the production of ammonia. So the urine is acidotic in type 4 renal tubular acidosis because the ammonia is not being produced and excreted in the urine, so hydrogen ions make the urine acidotic without being balanced. Type 4 renal tubular acidosis is the most common type of renal tubular acidosis and the most likely to turn up in your exams and your clinical practice, so it's worth being familiar with. Low aldosterone or low aldosterone activity can be due to adrenal insufficiency. It can also be due to medications like ACE inhibitors and spironolactone or systemic conditions that might affect the kidneys, such as systemic lupus erythematosus, diabetes, or HIV. It results in hyperkalemia, so a high potassium level, a high chloride level, metabolic acidosis, and a low urinary pH, so an acidotic urine. And this is due to the reduced ammonia production, as we already discussed. Management of type 4 renal tubular acidosis involves fludrocortisone, which is a type of synthetic mineralocorticoid steroid medication that works in a similar way to aldosterone. Supplementation with sodium bicarbonate, as well as treatment of the hyperkalemia, may also be required. The final Tom tip it's worth remembering type 1 and type 4 renal tubular acidosis for your exams. Both of them affect the distal tubule. In type 1, the distal tubule is unable to excrete hydrogen ions. And in type 4, the acidosis is again caused by the distal tubule not excreting hydrogen ions, but this is because it's not responding to aldosterone. The way to distinguish the two is that in type 1, there'll be a low potassium level in the blood, and in type 4, there'll be a high potassium level in the blood. Treatment of type 1 is with bicarbonate, and treatment of type 4 is with fludrocortisone. So thanks for listening to this episode on renal tubular acidosis. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you want to find written notes on this podcast, as well as all the other podcasts, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. It's got detailed and concise notes on 10 specialties and over 160 individual topics in medicine, aiming to contain all the key facts and guidelines you need for your medical exams. If you don't fancy picking up a copy of the book, don't worry, you can find everything completely free on the Zero to Finals website, as well as videos, illustrations and questions. 
and I hope you tune in to the next episode, which will be on hemolytic uremic syndrome.